This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good evening and welcome to this week's Tilt and Talk show with me, Chris Brown. Um, very, very, very busy show this evening, um, so I'm going to get straight in with the introductions. Uh, we've got um, Mark Meredith. You we've know. Got, we've got uh, Mark Adams. Good evening, everyone. Polykis. Evening, all. Claire Gibley. Good evening. Craig Courtney. Alan Watton. Good evening, all. Uh, and our special guest, Brummy Joe. Hello, hello. Come on then, let's get straight into the game. Let's get to it, says Chris to Paul Hipkiss. Yeah, I thought first half we held our own, shall I say. They weren't really causing many problems in the first half, were they? Um, but then second half, it was just a different team that came out. I know we created a couple of chances and obviously Stansfield puts us 1-0 up. It's potentially a different game, but defending for the two goals for me was poor. I think drama has got to do better to prevent the cross coming in. Um, you know, we've just got to try and be a bit more solid at the back, but it just looked a bit to me, just looked a bit lethargic and, you know, tied in the second half and, you know, it just didn't just didn't happen for us, did it in the second half? And obviously Norwich are gonna punish you if you're not if you're not at the races in the second half. Unfortunately we weren't, but you know, we move on. We move on to, to this week now. We've got tomorrow and Friday and you know, the best thing to do is just not dwell on it too much and try and move forward and, you know, hopefully tomorrow night we can Put the you know get that first win in five is it now five games mm-hmm. we haven't won four so yeah. let's bury that hatchet tomorrow and um, try and you know get at least four points this week from the next two games it'd be lovely if we get six which we are capable of doing mm. by the way but um, yeah first half I was reasonably satisfied I'm not going to say I was pleased I don't think we were good enough ever to win the game at any point but you know it's just one of them bogey grounds isn't it Norwich we've yeah. gone for years and years now without winning there and uh, there's a lot of our fans now that are going as adults that have never seen us win there. <laughs> yeah, you know, they yeah. weren't even born the last time we won there, which is very, very sad, really, to say, isn't it? Because it's just been that long. When was the last time? 2002. I think it was two... Stern John. John, wasn't it? Stern yeah. John. 
Really? Well, he saved a penalty as well. All right. Yeah, that's right. Alan, yeah. I remember that well, yeah. So, uh, Claire, Claire and Mark, you were obviously amongst us. You were, you were the two that were there at the game. Any, anything you want to add to what I've said? Have I missed anything? Um, do you want to go first, Claire? All right, I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. Late, all right then. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much. For, it was, it's pretty. T- it's toothless. It was flat. It was. T- it was like. It's almost like we were bottom three, and it was April, and we were in the bottom three. There was a real lack of spark. Um, the. the the lineup, I've got to say, looked disjointed from the word go. Mm. There's yeah. too many players, too many three and four out of ten performances. Um, yeah. Don't like, to, don't like to dig people out, but I think the manager really has got to, the blame on him a little bit because that was is the wrong lineup. You yeah. know, we, we we praise him when he's done well, and he's got to take this one on the chin because um, it's a it's a real letdown. We created yeah. nothing, and it's almost like we'd gone back, you know, four or five years. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think I won't mention. Sorry, Bob. Sorry, Paul. No, I was just going to say there's too many bad performances. I mean, Jay Stansfield, I mean, at times he was hugging the, the touchline. I can't mm. quite work out what that was all about. Um, Burke, I don't like to name names, but Burke was anonymous. Um, yeah. Hogan, we all know Scott Hogan, well, probably justified criticism. I think yeah. he he's, his place is definitely un, under threat now, surely. Um but yeah, I mean, it was a terrible, terrible day. I mean, well, it capped it for me. I didn't go home until one o'clock in the morning because of all the coach issues and all the rest of it. But that's a different story. <laughs> um, yeah. It's it's just like I say, it's bogey ground. So hopefully, we'll put it to bed. We'll get it right tomorrow, and it'll give. I think for the first time, though, I did notice a bit of a, a change in attitude towards the manager. I think people were questioning him for the first time, probably. Mm. And and, and, yeah. and it was. Boy. I think I, I don't want to say positive, but. We've only played that bad, haven't we, really, for that half. That second half at Norwich was by far the yeah. worst we've played this season in all the games so far, isn't it? Even the Watford away, Preston away, I, I would go as far as to say that we were the better team. Um, but to be honest, to be honest, Paul, to be honest, Paul, it's not panic stations yet. I think it's more quietly sort of cautious feeling amongst yeah. everyone. We won't hit the panic button just yet. I mean, we win tomorrow and all this will be forgotten. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, we, we've got to move on. Um, but it's, it's a yeah. massive week coming up. I think that it's important as well not to expect too much too soon. You know what I mean? We've got a good squad of players. No. We're, least, we're missing a lot of key players as well through injury. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think he probably does need a bit of slack cutting as well at the same time, although that just wasn't good enough on Saturday for me. You know, what is the expectation this season? I think if we finish the end of the season where we are in the league now, which is 12, then that's respect. That's a respectable season. That's big, that, that, that's big progress from where we were. Um, we keep saying it. We keep saying it, Paul, don't we? We keep saying mid-table success, and it's bang on. It's true. Twelfth is success at the minute. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then in time, you'd like to think that you know, with more backing, we can start to get higher than that. But I do think if we had a bit more luck with injuries and get more key players in the team, more regular, then mm. we could we could maybe knock on the door for the top ten. I'll say. Yeah. But, you know, at the moment, at the moment, the way we are, if we don't book up the way we played second half at Norwich there. We could start sliding right down, you know, because that just and moving back to where we were, yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely honey. I think the honeymoon period's over. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Claire, definitely. what were your thoughts? Um, when Joe Stansfield got the ball, we looked a threat every single time. Um, yeah. Sundjik went back to how he used to play. We did look disjointed. Um, I thought Ruddy was okay. I think obviously if Jay scores that one-on-one. Fine. Yeah. If that was Hogan, he would have been absolutely slated. 
Yes. I understand <clears throat> the criticism that Hogan's had for this weekend. He didn't look bothered. He mm. looked, he was just jogging around. La, 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 la. Yeah. If mm. you've got someone in the under-23s like Dixon banging in the goals, he's not too young. We had, we had Jude Bellingham playing for us at 16, so he's not too young. I just think, like, um, Aru needs to start. I yeah. think Langello looked out of place. You could tell. The problem is, is when we've played well, we've had our best team. Half of them are now injured. So you yeah. can tell that the people who are coming on are the people who we've had for the last three or four seasons when we've been in a relegation fight. Mm. So, you know, there were some, some really good pieces of play. You know, if we, we crossed the ball in. If we had a really good finisher, we would have scored yeah. twice in the first half. Yeah. I just think, like, the whole atmosphere, though, was different. Every other away game we've been to, it was bouncing. Yeah. Norwich wasn't at all. It was lack of singing, everything. Mm. I mean, they had a drum, but that's what they need to do. We don't need one. But mm. they were, it was so flat and everyone was like, get Hogan off. And I don't, the thing with Eustace is I do rate him. I think as a young manager, I think he's really good. However, I think he doesn't do the subs at the right time. Everybody was, it was crying out for Jukovic. It was, you know, we're getting balls into the box. As soon as Jukovic comes on, balls start going into the box. Mm-hmm. Like, Dembele looked good. And apparently, like, you know, he's too injured to start the whole game. Playing for 60 minutes, then take him off. Yeah. You know, start with the, you know, as soon as you see Burke, you go, hmm. Mm. No, some of the stuff he did was okay. But it just looks so disjointed. You can't, like, when we played Preston, yes, we lost. But we played some really good stuff and we shouldn't have lost that game. Yeah. I, just, I just worry because, you know, when you've got like Sir Gary Gardner coming on, I mean, like, you know, you know, mm. Mark Roberts on the bench. Bakuna mm. is one of our best players. He's not playing him. 100%, yeah. Couldn't so agree with that. This is why we're getting a bit confused. You keep him mm. with Hogan and you're trying really hard, but it's not working. So, unfortunately, mm. don't play him then. Put Dixon. Mm. Dixon is he's quick. He's tall. He's you know he scores goals. He's not he's not too young like apparently everybody's saying. Put mm-hmm. him up. It was so frustrating. You go drive three three hours to get there to watch them, yeah. and it wasn't great. At least fight for it and be passionate mm. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I want to I want to welcome our special guest. Anyway, Joe, thanks for uh, giving up your time tonight, mate, and joining us. Um, what were your thoughts on the game, mate? Yeah, no pleasure. Pleasure to be here. Um, <sighs> Yeah, I think it, you kind of summed it up quite well there. Um, it wasn't the best game in the world. Like like you said, I think first half weren't too bad. But we never really looked like we got out of first gear, like at all. We didn't really look like we were trying too hard. I, I get the situation with Stansfield as well. Like, it, yeah, totally agree. If that was Hogan, he'd be getting hammered for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, think, I think Stansfield... You know, he was out wide as well, but I, I, I think he still played very... He was very effective in that position in the first half, at least. I sort of, you know, second half, I was starting to like, lose attention, especially once we conceded. We just didn't look like even uh, scoring or getting back into it whatsoever. But yeah, Hogan... I've, I've been backing Hogan all season. And yeah. it's like, yeah, he hasn't been scoring goals, but he's been playing part of this this team effort of, of the press and he presses really well um, 
and yeah, like I would love it if we could try someone like Dixon potentially. I I feel like with a player like that, you kind of have to not give him the pressure of a start, but maybe like look to bring him on, you know, with twenty minutes to go or or, or anything, which might be what you're doing. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think Stansfield maybe goes up there. You drop Burke, you lose Burke. Hopefully, Dembele is better for you know fit to start the next game, yeah. uh, and yes, he, he has to lead the front line for me. Um, yeah, it, it it weren't good enough, but again, I'm really, I really, it's it's a weird season. We've signed a lot of injury prone players um, uh. because we haven't got the budget. We are now suffering with a lot of injuries because uh. of that. Like again, I don't know why we even signed. What's his name? Uh, Tyler Roberts. Tyler why Roberts did we sign him yeah. on a four year deal? Waste of signing. I'm going off on a tangent anyway, but him like. That's that's just wild in itself. But this is the position we're in. We're in a transition period. We got yeah. really excited for the first couple of games. Now we've lost a few games. Like we're gonna level out. We're gonna be fine. It's gonna be not gonna be a crazy season. But yeah, I think this is a well needed reality check. And yeah. I do believe that we'll win a game this week. Um mm. and we'll start to just ease expectations. And I just hope, you know, maybe Hogan scores a goal or something. But, yeah. We'll have Interesting, to actually, Paul, the, uh, the shout box is agreeing completely with, with with Joe and Claire in terms of the the comments. And the one that, that I think is, is, is absolutely spot on is from Don Kavanaugh, where he said, we've, when we, even when we've got the injured players back, we've only got one prolific goal scorer. And unfortunately, this puts the pressure on the rest of the team, especially the defence as they then fear conceding because if we if they concede we don't look as though we're going to go back and you know please mate concede one you can see us getting in it concede two and at the moment you just can't see anything happening uh, apart from the losing those those three points um, Carl Evans has said you know we have got good finishers at the club in Stansfield and Dixon we've got to play them uh, and I think you know uh, I agree with Joe Dixon probably it's a little bit too early to to actually start him in the team, but bring him off the bench. And you know, if you if we've ran a defence already and twenty minutes to go, you bring down somebody with his pace, his height, and his ability to score goals, then he's a, a straight away he's a threat. Yeah. You can't uh-huh. see that out of anybody else at the moment. Um, what, Craig, what about Tatsy's son as well, Frank? Yeah, Frank Atom. He's another yeah, one. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, he's, he's banging him. It's a great right? shout, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scoring, scoring for fun, full yeah. of confidence. And I know the one thing I'll say is you should never say a player should lack in confidence because that shouldn't stop the ability of scoring a goal. But it, at the end of the day, when somebody's on a high, you've got to you've got to take advantage of that. And I think, yeah, Eustace has got to got to hold his hands up and perhaps look at the situation going into tomorrow night. Hogan should not start that game. Can I just come in there with Ho- uh, with Hogan? I must say, since he's been at the club, whenever he's had a good run for us and he's been on a good moment, he's always really? had somebody up there with him. He's always been in a two, not on his own. Yeah. In a pair, yeah. And he had Troy with him last season at times, and he got the hat trick at the baggies with Troy with him. You know, he's played with Djokovic when he first came. I think he scored six in his first six games. Then he was seven mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. under Pep Clutter. So, me personally, I think we're crying out now for a four-four-two. Um, you know, and, and maybe have Bakuna in the middle with Bealey and give Sonic a rest. 
this is what I do, obviously. This is just my opinion. And then maybe Miyoshi down the right, Dembele down the left with uh, Stansfield and Djukovic up front from the start. But I'm not ruling Hogan out completely if he comes on and he's got Djukovic with him or, or Stansfield. You know, you never you never know when he's got someone next to him. I just think we get more out of him, don't we, than when he's the lone striker on his own. Mm. Yeah. And, and also, Samuel... I mean, yeah, sorry, Craig. Go on, Mark. Go on, Mark. No, I was just going to say, if other teams seem to have a goal threat all over, we don't have that. No, no, no. We rarely see our midfielders running from deep, you know, the back post or defenders chipping in like like Morrison used to. We've, we haven't got any of that. Yeah, no, yeah. What do you reckon, Al? Uh, Alan, what do you think, mate? Four four two. Would you would you do that or would you keep it as it is? Um. Well, I said t- t- with the fullbacks that we've got at the moment, I'd go back. I'd I'd have I'd, I'd stick Awu in in the middle of three and have our two fullbacks uh, in a five, and and that's that's just to make sure we don't concede a goal. Uh, because conceding the goal is is the end of our our, our game at the moment, and I yeah. think I, I agree. We we need surely. Um, I mean, he played wide on Stansfield. He should be our centre forward. He should be our main man, and yeah. he's not. He's he's hovering around. Well, we haven't done that since 1956 when we had Eddie. What's it? We've got number nine on his back and wandered all over the place. Doesn't it doesn't work? Oh, I uh, And I, 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 I look. Uh, we've played nine games. First three, we look like a top six side. Next three, we look like a middle of the table side. Mm. Saturday, we look like a relegation side. Frankly, mm. yeah. And that's, no, and that's that's in the now. I'm not going to get all excited and say you know, it's the end of the world because the next nine games. Could be the same pattern. Yeah. And we win the next three or, or, or do well in the next three and think, oh, we're back, and then we'll tail off and so on. But what I do, I, I, I tell you what, I watched, I watched every goal from the championship on Saturday. Every goal. And I'm thinking, we never do X, we never do Y. We, okay, we, you know, uh, uh, shots have gone in off somebody. Very rarely do we have a shot that goes goes in off. We get beaten by shots like that regularly, yeah. uh, and 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 there was there was no in all the games that I watched there was no great football goals. They were all cutting cutting in onto mistakes, people doing stupid things, uh, mm. and somebody finishing off. Now. We don't do either of them things anymore. We don't. We don't press. We don't press like we did uh, Saturday. We just stood and looked at them, and they passed the ball around, and that's why the first half was so drab because nothing mm. was happening. Okay, that yeah. they came out and, and pressed us, and that's that's how we we end up losing two goals. Yeah, you know we had this shot. Yeah. Uh, Stansfield didn't score. Uh, Great, great cross uh, that Hogan was near near to in the first half, but he didn't score. Mayashi hit the crossbar. You don't get anything for that. Absolutely nothing. Uh, and 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 the header from James. Goodness me, what was he doing? You know, if you can't score from a yard and a half, what are we what are we talking about? Now, I know these things are uh, that they. 
they can change like that. One can fly in off somebody's backside, like I saw it in every other game over the weekend. It don't happen to us, but it will do. One hopes. You know, somebody yeah. will have a shot, it will deflect and blah, 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 go in the net with one up uh, at home, hopefully, and, and we pile it on and, and score two or three. Yeah. But it's, at the it's moment, broken. it's just yeah. not happening. No, broken record time for me again, but we're screaming out. I mean, has anyone noticed England are scoring more goals <laughs> since Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank has been involved with the squad on the training ground? Yeah. That's what we're crying out for again. Yeah. Get, uh, get James Beattie back on the training ground with the players to show him where the goal is again. You know, the yeah. last time we were there, it was the most goals we scored in the season since Chris Hewton was here. We you need know. to shoot. We need to shoot. There's so well, many times is where Miyashi's is, is good and he's trying to pass. Yeah, I mean, it's, we've got good coaches there, but we haven't got any former attacking players in the amongst them, have we? No. So, you know, no, that's what we... we can't defend anyway. So, even though we've got defensive coaches, we can't defend. I mean, <laughs> Sanderson's had a really bad form at the moment. He's had three games where okay, he's looked dodgy, okay. hasn't he? Yeah, like yeah. Preston, the second goal was his fault. Um, and you know we're trying to pass it mm. down the back but there's no tempo there's no intensity there's nothing they yeah. were on us straight away they had a bit of tempo yeah you know, we don't shoot we don't no. shoot well, we're through on goal and then we, we don't shoot it and we're going what are you doing just shoot does then yeah. like Alan said if it goes yeah. off somebody's you know heel yeah. back whatever count. it's still a yeah. goal isn't it yeah. however it goes in yeah yeah, absolutely. But, you know, even if we got Robbo back with the def- as a defensive coach and, and James Beattie back as an, uh, as an attacking coach, you know, that could be... that could Or even Kevin Phillips to show him where the net is. So whoever, mm. whatever it takes just to get us scoring more goals because it's always been our problem, hasn't it, Mark Meredith? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd put Kevin Phillips in the side. Yeah, yeah Oh, God, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is, do, you know, do you agree with that, Mark? Do you agree with what I'm saying? No, I'm with you, 100%. As, as, I think as, as a coach, yourself, like... Yeah, no, we spoke a couple of, uh, you know, now for the last couple of weeks, like you said, a broken record. But yeah, we don't score enough goals. We don't look like scoring enough goals. It's certainly, I think, something that we try to do here as well when we coach is we, we obviously try to get coaches to work with position specific. Um, so I think it is really good. But going back to the defending side as well, I do, you know, I do um, agree with Alan on the five at the back. And we hate to say it, but the biggest thing for me losing... Uh, Laird and Buchanan has been our, been the worst. I know, yeah. obviously, we lost Dembele and people like that, but I think we have more threat going forward than we do defensively. And I think Sanderson's form's probably lacked off a little bit without having those two um, fullbacks. Because, you know, again, you think about it, you, you build a relationship with your back four. So if you're the centre-back, you're the captain, you build a relationship with that that group, it's obviously, and with Ruddy as well, so a back five. And the coaches will, will talk about that all the time, building relationships within your uh, phase of play, so so to speak. So it's a big change losing, you know, left back and right back. Um, mm. And, you know, I, what I said last week, I, I keep it. Longello's not a left back. He's not yeah. good enough to defend. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the other boy, um, Dreham or whatever, how we pronounce yeah. that. He, yeah. Dreham, oh, yeah. he, you know, for me, he doesn't look... He looks rusty. Doesn't look like he's ready to go, you know. Not what we had with Lerd when he came in. Um, I think at this time, it's, it's putting a, a third centre-back in. Let's see how this the, the new guy is. And and going from there, I think we really will be um, a lot more solid defensively. 
and I, I do believe that with what with Stansfield in the team and a couple, you know, Dembele maybe, and we will get a goal. So I think if we can keep it at the other side, then you know, you take a one-zero win for sure. Um, it's still three points, but I think that's the biggest thing for us now. Is I think we have got key players injured. Um, it's not an excuse. Listen, I think from a coach's point of view, I blame Eustace on Saturday, and I hate to say that because I never try to ever say it's a coach's problem. But seeing the team and seeing the positions of some of the players was just, um, you know, a massive question mark before we went on the field. And so I think he'll learn from that, and I think we'll see big changes again tomorrow. Um, but as everyone said on the call, take one win tomorrow, good win tomorrow, and, and everything's forgotten about and we move forward. Big game's going to be obviously Friday night, local derby. And, you know, last year we went into it, if you remember, we went into it un, in not in form last year. And I think Albion were in real form and, and we, we ended up getting a double over them last year. So, yeah, hopefully two positive yeah. results this week and we, we can get back to, you know, I wouldn't say believing because I think we've always said the, the whole time that, you know, mid-table is going to be a success for us. And the biggest thing for me is that I think some of our yeah. fans jumped on the, the wagon of promotion too quick um, with the change of owners and, and everything like that. And I think that, you know, the problem is now yeah. the turn, Absolutely. the way the fans are, is, is obviously, uh, is worse than it should be. You know, I, I, say, I think we'll lose probably, we may lose more games than we win this year. Yeah, sorry, mate. One question for you. Would you start five at the back tomorrow then with Sonic and Bielik as well? Or would you play just one holding and two no, more? I think I just put one I think I just put one holding, yeah, and then I put one in there behind the uh behind the front. You yeah. know, I'd, you gotta play Bakuna. You, you just you have yeah, got to and you yeah. can't bring him in as a, a left back or a right back either. You've got to play him in his position. You know, yeah. he's the biggest yeah. playmaker we have. Um, you know, I would I'd now rest Hogan and just give him some just give him a little breather and see how that goes. Um, you know, Stansfield, you need you need to play really. Um, Dembele, yeah. I think you've got if he's fit again, he's gonna. And I, I, I know I really agree with Claire on that one. Start him, take him off at half time if you have to, but give him the start of the game because that's where we wanted to. You know, our best players to play, and then give the Dixons and people like that the second half of the game when people tire. Because you got Dembele running at you for sixty minutes, and then he goes off, and Dixon comes on, then. I wouldn't yeah. be happy to defenders to have that running around. So no, no, no very true. So, uh, but yeah. Anyway, Joe, well, can we take it back? To, I want to. T- sorry, Claire, go on. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, sorry. I thought it was me. Anybody seen this Dixon play? Go on, Al. Has anybody actually seen Dixon play? No. Yeah, in the under twenty threes. I've oh, seen yeah. his goals all over YouTube, and I think I think I watched a program, and he came from Crystal Palace in there. And yeah. he's all on that programme. He's a good player. He's strong, yeah. quick, tall. I mean, he's better than what we've got. Is it like, do you know what I mean? If he's scoring goals in the under-23s, I know the under-23s are totally different ball game mm-hmm. compared yeah. to, you know, senior football. Mm-hmm. But, the you know, we do bring good players through. Yeah. They've, got to, they've got to be bloodied at some time. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Give, give him a... Yeah, give give him a chance. Yeah, he's not got, got nothing to lose, have we? Really, give no, him no. a chance. But um, it's no. the main right now. He's not going to be worse than what we've got up there right now in in this situation. No, so no, it doesn't work. If it doesn't work, and yes, tomorrow and Friday, then we we go back to what yeah. we can. I actually think Juki can give us a lot. You know, I think yeah. to be fair, to be fair, it's early days, but to be fair, I think there's not much difference between Burke and Carlsgrove. 
No, no, exactly. I just want to bring Joe in if I can. I don't know if anyone else agrees. What's that, Mark? Somebody's dinner, I think. What was that, Mark? Agrees with what? Sorry, mate. Mark? I was just saying at the moment, there's Burke and Cosgrove. It's like, you know, there's no difference between Burke and Cosgrove. I think Cosgrove is probably better. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Yeah, Joe. I want to uh, bring you in, mate. And I want you to tell us how you started YouTube and doing your vlogs and you're recording yourself in the stadium watching the game. And you know, where did it all start? And who? How many people watched your first ever video? Can you remember and where it was? Where where was your first ever vlog? And uh, how many people watched it? Because there's loads now. I know that. It was only (laughs) twelve. I I was gonna say. I was gonna say as well. Like, there's a lot of doom and gloom. Like, before we go into that, so I'm hearing so much doom and gloom, and I'm like, I don't think it's that bad. It's traditional. It's traditional. And also, it's very easy to say, oh, we can bring this kid in when, like, I haven't seen him play. I know he's promising. I mean, I think he's been involved in a couple of the squads and stuff like that. I think he'll get it. Like, he'll get his time. He'll get his moment when he wants to. But also, like. Yes, we haven't had a win in like five games, but we've started the season so well. We've been a little bit unlucky. We've had injuries. And yes, that is our fault for signing injury-prone players. But I really think like these conversations... Okay, let's have these conversations if we're in the bottom three, if we're floating around the bottom three and stuff. And yes, we need to score more goals. But I personally wouldn't be changing the entire system, the system that's worked well for the majority of this season and and start like mixing things up out of panic because that's when you don't realise what's going on. You have no philosophy and then you just sort of like guessing your lineup and it's like, uh, you know, Steve Cottrell's lineup lottery. Like, I think you've got to stick with it. Personally, like, if, you know, yes, we were bad against Norwich. Yeah, we could have scored against QPR. But before that, we were very unlucky against Watford. And we made a couple poor, very poor errors at Preston. However, yeah. like, the game, most of the games we've lost, we've looked really good. Um, and maybe that is blind optimism from me. Yes, Hogan should be scoring more. But also, like, our options are to bring in this young kid or to panic sign another Brock Madsen, panic sign another um, Cosgrove. Like, yeah. we, I would rather us really struggle to score goals for a season and finish mid-table and not panic buy one in January, not have panic bought one in the summer, and then actually next summer we can get the right striker. Because the amount of times I've seen us try to sign a good one and it's just crumbled, like, it's not worth it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think- I think people's frustrations as well, Joe. Is everyone, everyone sees Stansfield as a as a goal machine, basically. He can finish, yeah. You know, and he's not playing yeah. in that nine. He's not playing up there. Oh on yeah, the totally agree. Totally yeah. agree there, mate. Like, mm. yeah. I, again, first half of Norwich, I thought he, he was effective in the position that he was in. I think part. I think part of Eustace is like Hogan is the only other player I have. I need to give him some confidence. I it, it, like. I want it. Please score. I think that's what he's thinking, but. <laughs> The time's probably run out for him to do that. I think it's time to take a little bit of pressure off Hogan, put Stansfield yeah. up front, or you know maybe link him with Juki a little bit, just get the knockdowns, that kind of thing, and then he's Hogan back in because you have to kind of nurture him. But yeah, um, I suppose basically anyway. that that, uh, that that good that good start to the season probably hasn't done us, hasn't done us any good because now the expectation, you know. Yeah, that's I the think, problem. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I think people are expecting too much too soon, aren't they? A little bit, but you know, yeah, I think so. We can all we, we, we can all dream though, can't we? Because what the, the improvements that we saw to St Andrews, obviously in that first game, 
you know, and everything that was going on in the summer that they've since they've been here, what they've done in mm. such a short, short space of time is pretty phenomenal, isn't it? Mm. Off, off the field mm. and on it, really. We've signed a lot of players in a short space of time, you yeah. know. So we've got to give them time to gel as well. Yeah. Also, we've yeah. we've even signed models like that. Awu is a great great model for the club shop. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the call. Uh, you could be a long time. It could be a long time. <laughs> when the wigs come out, make cry green for you. want me to model the socks. Um, yeah. Anyway, so let, let, let's go back to the beginning of your YouTubing, mate. How long have you been doing this, and uh, when did it start? And how what, what happened? In just one day, do you think I'm going to start doing this? And where did where was your first game recorded? Um, yeah, no, I like doing um, YouTube and, and making. I made videos since I was in like year five. I was about ten years old. We used to make like and there is actually one still on YouTube. We used to make Harry Potter light spoofs. Um, but all we did, were, me and my best mate, when I was like from the age of about eight nine ish, we just always make videos and stuff. It was just our thing, our hobby. And then like you know, time went on, and I tried to do some things like I tried to do like gaming YouTube and stuff like that, and. The name, like, I remember the, the trying to think of a name for my channel, and I think originally it was, like, Silver Fox or something <laughs> like that because I've got grey hair. But it's not that grey. So I was like, nah. But the, when I was in, I must have been about 12, and on Xbox, um, I met a guy called Brummy Daz. I was like, oh, that's a cool name. So then I just renamed my, my Xbox thing to Brummy Joe. So just totally nicked his thing. <laughs> and then down the line, I made uh, I made my YouTube and I saw like I saw uh, Spencer Owen doing some ones down West Ham. Obviously saw Dave Owen that and like sort of got inspired by that and was like, I'd love to do that. It like mixes the two passions together. I love blues. I love making videos. Why not put it together and try and like put my own twist on things and stuff. And the first game was... Um, Cardiff away. Uh, I think it was the season. Was it 2016 when um, Leicester won the title? Yeah, yes. yeah. That's the, the that's the first one, and I saw uh, Adibola in the concourse. <laughs> All right, yeah. And then I went a whole season without doing one because I got too nervous. And then the next one was the last game of the season. The next season, which was Bristol City away with Che Adams and Harry Redknapp, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then I kind of went consistently from there. Yeah. Yeah, but, and you yeah, in, just yeah, yeah, yeah you, I enjoy. Uh, yeah, what I was going to say, you're so, constantly recording yourself watching the game, or is it just little bits and bobs that you record? Or no, it's weird because I tried different. I tried different ways of doing it. Like um, originally, I just kind of wanted to get things to the game and stuff. And like one, there's like EFL restrictions, so you can kind of get copyrighted for it. And two, yeah. like it is kind of what Davo does as well. And I didn't. I wanted to give a different experience. Um, but yeah, I what what happens? I just kind of like if there's a chance coming up, I'll just have it ready to ready to go and watch the game. But yeah, it is it is weird. I think Swaino said some as well. Like he found it really weird doing it, and it is very bizarre. Um, mm. But you kind of get you kind of just get used to it, and like um, enough people enjoy it. I kind of obviously I gave it up for like a year last year and stuff, and I was like kind of deciding whether to come back and do it. But I thought I'd give it a go, and um, and yeah, it's a, it's a good bit of fun. It's like getting those moments are great, and like. Yeah. For me as well, like when I go to games with my dad and that kind of thing, and like yeah. getting those moments, I feel like there's it, there's so much in that. And then um, you know, I saw someone message me and like a, a son, um, like was watching the video, and like going mad and stuff. And it's really really nice and rewarding to see that. So it makes it kind of like yeah. if you get a few 
you know poor comments or like some people trying to be you know funny then it doesn't really matter when you've got people that enjoy it so that's what yeah yeah out. i want to shout out your dad as well your dad's a legend mate i'll, I'll never forget him on that zip liner in vegas singing keep right on <laughs> remember that joke? yeah <laughs> man he's a legend absolutely creased at that I don't think I've seen it. I'll that. have to send it in. I'll see if I can find a lamp, uh, a lamp, a link. Find a lamp if you like. Have to have a look. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll see if I can throw it in the chat. Yeah, I certainly enjoy watching your videos, mate. And so does my daughter as well. So uh, yeah, keep up the good work, mate. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. We do it. Moving on. We're going to move on to the content awards. The football content. Yeah. Awards. Can just, just before we go to the content awards, can we just say um, uh, our thoughts are with Nick and family, um, Craig, yeah. regarding his. Um... Yeah. Indeed, there's quite a few people that have been asking on the yeah, show box yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and separate messages how how Nick is, whether he's well, etc. Um, it is uh, sad news that uh, Nick has and his family have, have received uh, the passing of his brother. So mm. he's not with us, but he's with us with our thoughts. And yeah. I know for everybody else, uh, it's condolences from from all of us uh, and Nick. You know, we know you're there for us, so we're there for you whenever you need it as well. So uh, yeah. get you back soon. Yeah. Uh, condolences to you and all the family. I have spoken to him tonight. He's in, he's in good spirits. but And I have said, well, I've reiterated what you've just said, that you know we're all there for him and... Uh, Come yeah. back when you're ready. No rush, no rush. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, yes. And Paul, yes, the uh, the awards uh, and the, the the great news that we received just over a week ago now, in that um, we we as the show have been shortlisted for the uh, best podcast in the football league yeah. at the football content awards. So, firstly, thank you to everybody that voted so far. Um, without your votes, we wouldn't have got to the stage we're at now and uh i wish we could carry forward the uh the votes that we'd already received but yep. it starts again so we are asking for everybody to to continue with their support for us yeah uh, but it's not just us the club are in the running for digital content yep. uh, and uh, our friends at blues focus, blues focus are yeah. also up for uh club content, club content. Uh, at the awards uh, and uh, i can say that we are actually representing not just the club but the city. So uh, anybody that hasn't voted, I will put up a link after the show, but it is on the website already. But please cast your votes. doesn't cost anything. You don't have to leave your personal details. Uh, it's not the type of thing where you're going to get spammed if you're leaving your email address as well. But every vote counts. Closing for the voting is midnight on Sunday. Uh, and we will all be making our way up to Anfield yep. for the awards ceremony, which is in November. So uh, along with your votes, there's also a panel of judges that uh, watch the shows, look at the content that we do, see the comments and feedback from people. So please, you know, help us out. And uh, hopefully in November we can come back and uh, Mr. Brown will have a piece of silverware sitting behind it it'd be great wouldn't it bring a bit of software back to blues yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that'd be a rarest yeah. wouldn't it yeah, first one since 2011 yeah. big, apart, big from big that catering, apart from that catering award obviously yeah definitely yeah yeah fantastic yeah so get voting guys get voting we really need, we're up against 
some really good podcasts, but we we do believe we we have a great chance this year, a really good chance. And do we have a following in Dallas, there, Mark? Of course we do. Yeah, of course. Me? Are you a local celebrity in Dallas because you're on air? <laughs> me and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I had my picture taken the other day at Norwich because I was on the tilt and talk. Oh, there you go. Yeah, close yeah. celebrity now. Yeah. Often he gets photographs uh, and <laughs> just gets mug shots for prison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got your shirt as well, Mark Meredith. I'll get you a shirt over <laughs> as well. So you can wear oh, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good what stuff. about in West Sussex Island? Are you famous down there? You get um, you know, you getting us many votes down there. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, I'm uh, I'm using my grandchildren as uh, I'm exploiting them. Tell your mates, <laughs> tell your mates to vote for us. Yeah. They're the only ones that watch. Don't say that. Don't say that. I was going to say, uh, can you get Brummy Joe to point his camera up his nose? I didn't recognise him. <laughs> <laughs> said Pete Taylor. That's very good. Who that. said that? That's uh, Pete Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> he does look different, actually, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Just in case, there's the bottom of my chin as well. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve Job wants to know if you're running for Prime Minister next time round as well, Joe. <laughs> that is a no. <laughs> <laughs> we move on to Joe's 1 to 11 uh, what time is it yes okay yep yes go on so Joe we asked you to pick your strongest 11 didn't we from all your life so far being a Blues fan obviously from what you can remember so far and obviously going to make us probably all feel old apart from maybe Claire yeah um, so and Chris. you can tell us what your strongest 11 is and what your formation is and who the manager and captain is as well please mate <laughs> I'm going to get some stick for this, I reckon. You will, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can guarantee. To be fair, I can't remember what I had for breakfast, but I, I'm going to try my best here. I've tried to get some a range of names down and not just put the Carling Cup winning team. Uh, <laughs> so we'll we'll see. But I literally should just go for that. Um, but yeah, I've gone for, and again, controversial manager, Alex McLeish, but considering he's he won us the trophy, I'm yeah. going to go for it. You know, yeah, Bruce was great. Um, Bruce was probably when I... What, the first one I had yeah I think I started properly watching blues like as in consciously and not just you know sucking me thumb was uh, like 06, 07 so I'm going from roughly there okay um, maybe a little bit before from like what I'm seeing on TV and stuff and memorable moments uh, so yeah manager Alex McLeish goalkeeper Ben Foster um, League Cup final and that Chelsea game I remember that Chelsea game oh. like it was oh, absolutely yeah. incredible and I've it's never watched incredible. a game and thought yeah. how how have we not conceded uh, yeah. so yeah I mean what a player and also he's a YouTuber so we've got to go for him and all <laughs> absolutely left back now you know in my time we've, we haven't really been blessed with left backs you know I mean arguably I, I'm gonna I've got I have to go for Liam Ridgewell um, he's yeah. just yeah best best for me in terms of what I've seen um, since him really we kind of had no real good left back uh, and it's kind of nice to see us having a pretty solid one in Buchanan now um, centre back I had to go for the pairing of um, Johnson and Dan Scott, Scott Dan and Roger Johnson just because we signed them two and they their partnership was incredible obviously they had very different careers 
after they left Blues. But together for like that time they were together, it was unbelievable. Um, yeah, we didn't, obviously Scott Dan was injured for the final, but he was incredible. I thought that was it. That was us lost. But yeah. you know, in another in another universe, he could have been fit for that game and we could have lost it. Um, yeah. So there we go. That's mm. things happen. Right back and my captain, it's Stephen Carr. Um, absolute rock, uh, straight out of retirement. He he just was incredible. Like I don't think anyone really expected him to be as good as he was. And again, I know I'm referring to the final a lot, but this is really the best thing that's ever happened in the time that I've watched Blues. Uh, I remember hearing a story, I think Ben Foster was saying it, where the Arsenal fans could see or hear the Blues changing room and like Carl was giving the, the sort of team talk before the game and he sort of led this roar from the team and they walked out and they saw that like the Arsenal players and, the, and you could just see it in their eyes they were like okay they're actually a little bit nervous they're a bit scared like Blues yeah. are here to do something and he was just he was just brilliant I absolutely love Stephen Carr um, yeah, yeah left, back, left mid not sure I put <laughs> I put McFadden here. I think he played up front, but he could play. He could play left mid. Um, I put him yeah. there. I was going to go. I'm not sure. No, I think a lot of the ones that I think are left mids are up front because I, w- I was considering Zarati, but I think he played like five games. But I really liked him. Um, but yeah, I'll put for McFadden there. Centre mid pairing of Barry Ferguson, who again Barry Ferguson was. I absolutely loved him. He was incredible, and you got to have yeah. Jude. Got to have Jude in there because yes, he was. Uh, like during his GCSEs when he played for us but even then he was just <laughs> pulling the strings he knew exactly what he was doing and what a legend and what, how blessed we are to for him to have played for us yeah, right mid right mid um, I'm going for uh, Seb Larson um, just one of my favourite players growing up uh, he, he just was incredible it was great to see him you know shout out to uh, Chris Burke as well like you know when he not as good as Seb Larson, more of, more of the championship, more of when we were not amazing. But there was that one season where he got like 13 goals, 11 assists. And every time he cut inside, you just thought it was a goal. It was it was brilliant. Um, but yeah, Larson, never forget that goal against Spurs, man. That is the best oh. goal. And um, I just, unbelievable. There's that and Jerome's against <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> like two goals where I thought, yeah. is this Blues that I'm watching? What is going on? Um, yeah. Up front, I've got Dugarry. Um, yeah again not like don't remember a lot of him but like it was more probably highlight reels when I was younger and just seeing my dad constantly showing me like look at this is what he used to do like look how amazing he was uh, but finally uh, up front I've gone for a classic 4-4-2 I was going to go 4-5-1 because it's Alex McLeish but went 4-5-4-2 my favourite player the player that got me into Blues properly Mikel Forsell he yeah, is bye. my favourite player ever yeah, I loved wow. him. Absolutely well, loved imagine, him. Back of the imagine shirt. Imagine him as striker coach. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah well, I love yeah. it. That's what we need. That's what we need. Yeah, yeah. Imagine I him. Was, I was crying out for it. I remember he came back to Leeds like in like 2011, 2012. And I was like, oh, I was it because he's my favourite of all time. And yeah, I'd love him to come back. Mm. Maybe he will. Yeah, yeah Do you want to hear my worst really quickly? Just in just as a little, because I did it for a joke. Richard Kingston, Tyler Blackett, San Jose, David Edgar, Valerie, Jefferson Montero, Check and Doy, Adam Clayton, Cleb, Costley, and Marcus Bent. And out of those, 
I remember waiting for Carlos Custley's debut. Took him like 10 minutes to be subbed on. He was so excited. And yeah, he played like eight games, did absolutely nothing. (laughs) How costly. Yeah, we've had. I mean, we've had some great yeah. players and they're over the years, but we've had some bad ones as well. Haven't we? Because, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, some team, mate. That is, you, you, you want to eleven. Well, some team, your bad eleven is as well. But yeah, you want to uh, quality, mate. Yeah, really good. Um, if we had that side now, we'd romp this division comfortably, wouldn't we? Oh, definitely, absolutely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of good players missed out, and you know, obviously, it's mainly the the league cup winning team. But yeah, some great yeah. players in there. Yeah, and was you at that game, Joe? Obviously, I presume you was at Wembley on that wonderful day. Yeah, thankfully, uh, I was. I was. Uh, how old would I have been? I think I was like sixteen, and yeah. I was hammered. I was so hammered <laughs> after that when we won that game. We got a. We all got a minivan down, uh, and the driver was an Arsenal fan, and it was very quiet from him on the way back. And then we kind of went out around, like, just, I don't even know where it was, London or summer. I remember, like, strolling off, getting some chicken. But I was absolutely <laughs> hammered and I had the best time. And, like, I remember just texting all my mates at school, just being like, I told you, I told you. And I was like, no, it's not even, it wasn't even lucky. It wasn't even lucky. And I had that argument for the next month about how, uh, you know, was it the keeper or... Someone should have been sent off because they took Bowyer yeah. down and they yeah, got yeah. outside. Was it the keeper? Last minute, yes. Yeah, yeah, last, yeah, last was, minute. Yeah, yeah. I it I, as soon as that happened, I was like, "Typical Blues." Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah that's what yeah, you yeah. think, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we would have been robbed in two cup finals if we hadn't gone on to win that one because we were robbed in two thousand and one as well on AJ mm. when they went down, obviously with Onshow. Hallelujah. Uh, surely Lightning couldn't strike twice, could it? So it was just this that obviously you know that we went on to win that game just for that pure reason, really, because if that hadn't have been given. Uh, and we'd have gone on to what you, you, you know, you know what, it's in 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 2011. I genuinely remember sitting there at Wembley, thinking, whatever. If we lose three one, we've scored a goal in the cup final, and I've seen us yeah. score a goal, a goal in a major cup final. We've got. I know. Yeah, I know. We had the 2001, <laughs> yeah. but you know. But to, to, that was just. I was kind of in a weird way content just seeing us mm. take the lead. Mm. Uh, to, to hang on like that even now I mean 12 years on and it's still so surreal even now yeah. I don't think I I'll ever think into I still dine out on it now I do I still say even to them up the road that we're the only West Midlands club to win a major trophy in high definition yeah. still the yeah. fact still a fact yeah. classic <laughs> yeah. it doesn't look like it I watched it not long ago it's blurry man <laughs> I, I, do you remember the time waiting and you'd see the ball constantly just ping in and you'd see like yeah. someone trying to head it that was the most painful painful time ever but can we have a shout out and a quick throwback to that uh, mm. semi-final against West Ham what a game oh, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah unbelievable yeah. Yeah. unbelievable one of the best nights at St Andrews weren't it in mm. recent times that's prob- probably what yeah. ruined the Tilton wasn't it in the cup well they, yeah, rec- they reckon the Ipswich game it was actually bouncing yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Ipswich was as well I hope so Ipswich I think we ruined it ourselves it wasn't the concrete it was us bouncing up and down yeah now the Ipswich game was prepared yeah yeah. <laughs> and just, on, the, on the repairs actually yeah, um, oh, yeah good. you know we've had the news come out to us of the, the West Brom game being uh, our pilot game for the safe standing in, in the Tilton and mm. uh, so it's great that things are, are on track um, from a, a fan's point of view just like to, to understand from the message board really you know of those people that were there and Mark I know you're you're one of them from that lower tier 
Um, yep. But, you know, how many people are returning and what what are people's thoughts on the, the safe standing? And, and actually, it'd be interesting to know how many people are planning to, to be there for the West Brom game and, and be in those seats. So, uh, mm. you know, personally, I'm at the top of the of the Tilton. I wouldn't ever change, but that's purely because I love my seat. I love the people around me, um, apart from Claire. And, I was going to uh, say that. Do they like you? I mean, that's the... Well, you know... <laughs> That's questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it, it'd be great just to get it open and have people back in that that lower tier after yeah. after many years. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm interested in what people's thoughts yeah. are regarding it. So, Mark, yay or nay to going back? You know what? It's it's weird one because a lot of people around me have come from over from the Tilton are wanting to stay in the Gilmary Lower simply because they've got to know people around them. They're used to it now, and there's a thing. There's a, a bit of a question mark. If you've got little ones with you, will they be able to see? You know, people mm. standing up or whatever. Yeah. So it's, for me, it's fifty. I could go over, um, but in a way, I'll be like a Billy No Mate. Well, I am anyway. But yeah, okay, you know what I mean. It, I guess a good way of testing that, Mark, is in the test event, isn't it? Obviously, go and yeah, see what that's, well, yeah, exactly, that's what it's yeah. for. Yeah, that's what it's exactly. for. Yeah, that's yeah, what it's yeah. for. I've got to say that. I've got to say. I mean, I went off hand on heart when I was moved over to the Gilmer. I was a bit. Oh, I miss Tilton, but the atmosphere is really good in the Gilmer. It is, yeah. I'm surprised yeah. how good the atmosphere is. Mm. Oh, but I, I just can't wait for that first game when the Cop and Tilton is fully open again. You know, which will hopefully yeah. be by the end. Yeah. Um, you know, we get a full house, hopefully, for that first game, which I think we probably will do, because um, it's going to be a massive novelty, isn't it, when the whole stadium's open again? And go, yeah, go. Place, we'll have the place absolutely rocking again, won't we? It's, it's, been, rocking. Rocking. it's, been, mm. it's been really good anyway, the way, you know, um, yeah. but it'll be even better, won't it? It'll go up on another scale, won't it, once we've got the stadium to, fully to open. Be on, to, to be honest, Paul, that could be the, the launch pad for another good set of results. It could be another... It's little things like that. It could set us off on another longer beat run. You don't know. Mm. So, you uh, know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. So. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Craig, did you want to cover the, um, the, the obviously a good result yesterday for Blues women as well? Oh, yeah, it's fantastic and, and uh, a great game considering they were playing the team at the top of the league at the time. And uh, you know that that result's been coming. They, they've missed the look um, over the games that uh, they've had previously and. Everything came together yesterday. It was uh, a, a great result. Shame, such a shame they couldn't keep that clean sheet. But you know what? It's, it's the first three points on the board now, and it's it's hopefully that that stepping stone that will take them forwards. And another big game on on Sunday coming up against Sunderland at St Andrews. Um, again, season ticket holders, don't forget. You know, mm. if you've got a free ticket, if you can't get there, somebody else can use it. So. Please, let's get as many people down to St Andrews as we possibly can to to back the ladies. And uh, you know, I watched some of the games actually, including the Chelsea game yesterday uh, in the Women's Super League. And the thing that I think really stood out was when the fans are behind you and you've got that little bit of an atmosphere inside the ground makes such a difference. Oh, and uh, we can do it. Start the season. There was two and a half thousand down there for the the preseason against Liverpool. Mm. That was a freebie. There's no difference in effect for season ticket holders now. It's it is free. free. Yeah. So get let's let's get people down there. Let's support the ladies. Let's get behind Darren and the team, and hopefully we can continue that push forwards now and, and build on the momentum from from last weekend. 
Mm. Mm. Just, back, just back to earlier questions um, earlier today. How long do we think the ownership will give uh, John Eustace? Um, I, I think that if results don't pick up in the next five games, yeah. you know, then so they'll probably start looking at it personally, I think. Cause, so, uh, Five five games. Do you think? Do you think they'll let five games run? Loss. Yeah, I think so. five losses. Will. Five losses. I think, I think they will. I think I'd like to think they will because I do like John Eustace. I'd love to see him turn mm. around for us because you know he's he's done he's done okay with what he's had to work with so far yeah. since he's been at the club. He's done yeah. okay, but yeah. you know these these owners, their ambition very is to get the club as a, as a as a global brand, isn't it? And yeah. they keep using the two words world class and. You ain't going to achieve world-class greatness in, in three or four months, are you? So no, no. it is going to take time, but it's whether or not they see him as the right man to get us to the next level in the championship, I'll say. But he's only going to be able to do that, though, with the right tools and the right players as well. Mm. Um, and I think he definitely deserves time and the chance to to prove himself. But what does everyone else think? What do, what do you reckon, Mark, in, in America? Yeah, I'm with you. I think, you know, it's, it's, it, we don't want to push panic buttons now. I think... No. Um, We've cried out for years and years yeah. to have some stability with it. You know, we the old the old owners were very much a sack sack board, and we changed so many. I just still think you know going back, they made the mistake with Rowett when they bought in um, Zola. Um, yeah. I think from there, it, you know, it just continued yeah. to, to happen. But yeah, I think it, if they're smart, I think that at least give him this season, and then you know bring him in at the end of the season, discuss with him depending on where we are in the league where we finish. Um, but honestly, I think he's done very well with what he's had and what he's been through so far. Um, and I think the uh, hopefully the owners see that. And as you say, over the last five games, it needs to be better um, results-wise. The problem is, you know, as fans, we want to see them play good, good football, which is great. But from a business side of things and ownership side of things, it's results. You know, that's that's the game. Yeah, and for the fans as well, we want to win, but. I mean, results are going to, what's going to cost the, the manager their job at the end of the day. And so I would hope end of the season, if I was saying differently, then I probably think by Christmas time, they're going to look at it again and, and just start to plan into 2024. And, and really, like you said, really believe if he's going to be the manager, not to take us to the Premier League, but just to, to keep us stable in the in the championship first. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I'll give it yeah. till, till Christmas. Yeah, what do you reckon, Joe? What do you think, Joe? What do you think, mate? What's your thoughts on this? I think it's a funny old game, isn't it? Because, <laughs> you know, this time last month, start of September, Rangers were rumoured to be in, involved with him. And then we were like, oh, we, you know, let's give him a new contract. Maybe we're going to give him a new contract. He's on one till 2025 at the minute. Um, I think, unless it looks like we're going to get relegated, like, unless it looks really really poor um, I think we give him time uh, the only thing I, I think from the owners is they probably want their own man and if the sentiment from the fans is hmm, we could pro- we, uh, we, we want to see some wins again we want to then it would be easier for them to, to let him go the concern there is as you, you know as, as you say do we have another Zola thing I don't want any I don't want Rooney we keep hearing things no. about Rooney, the project, and always, you know, big in America is a big name. He's not the man. So unless you've got someone really lot good lined up, then I, I just don't see the point. Unless it's gonna, unless it's like a really big risk of us getting relegated. Mm. 
Yeah. yeah. A lot of people on the show box, they're actually saying, you know, and I think I saw it on Saturday as well, that it was time for him to go. And mm. I, I just, I can't <laughs> see it. It's not, mm. it's not so, firstly, and a yeah, question to no, everybody on here and also on the show box, right? Have we seen our best team yet? Because to me, um, the first game, Jeff. First games, I think we have. Oh yeah, yeah, Swansea, Swansea and Leeds. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah. You know, um, he's had his first full pre-season. They look fitter than ever mm-hmm. in the first few games. I think the international break again has cost us. We just seem to after the international break. I don't know what happens, but some of the football that we have played this season has been brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the last few games. Okay, we haven't had the results. You know, but like Joe said, at the end of the day. It can be tweaked, and then all of a sudden, in five games' time, we might go on a, a run, and then all of a sudden, we love him again. We're really mm. fickle, that's the problem. I think that's all football fans, though, isn't it? Thank yeah, you. and, yeah. you know, if you said to me, 12th, I said 12th at the start of the season, if we finish 12th, mm. we've done amazing, as long as it's above 17th. But mm. I think everyone got so wrapped up in playoffs and going off. Yeah. We need to just calm down a little bit and just give him a bit of a chance, because, you know, we don't want Rooney... Potter's name. I mean, Potter went to Chelsea and Brighton. Yeah. You know, he's going to go to a Premier League team at some point. Mm. Just need. We just need to mm. get a grip. Yeah. Just need yeah. patience. That's all we yeah. need. Yeah. Like, how many how many years have we been in this mess? How and how many times has the owners tried to change it quickly? You had Dong trying to do his three year plan, spending so much money sacking managers, so much money buying players, trying to get the right players that are going to fit in one season. This never works. Like, let's take a step back, Blues fans, and let's, like, enjoy the wins, you know, suck it up when we get a loss or whatever. We're, we're 12th at the minute, like, and when yeah. people are acting like we're in the bottom three. Like, yeah. we're not. So, yeah. let's have a breather. We've got a lot of games coming up. We're so early in the season. We're nine games in. Let's see where we are at Christmas. You can't judge any manager or any team yet until you've played a decent amount of games add on to that we've got the injury sort of crisis all I can say from this season so far is we can look at scoring more goals but it is also very good football what I'm seeing and we've had the rub of the green sometimes we haven't at other times where do we sit in the middle we've got a very very thin squad like Mm. we're doing okay in my opinion it's just recency bias that's all it is yeah yeah, 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 absolutely, Matt. I agree. Alan, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I, was, I, I agree with everything that's been said. I just, I just want to put one thing into the mix that uh, you you mentioned five weeks, but in those five weeks, Mister Beale, from uh, who was Rangers manager till Sunday, will be touted for every every, every team every team in the country. They'll say, oh, he's available. You know, he's a successful manager. And um, our owners might think, well, you know, do we, after that five weeks, and I think that's a reasonable amount of time, and Mike Bailey's still available, and we haven't won a game, something like that. Now, there might be other managers hovering around. Uh, I don't know. But but I, ju- I, just, I just got this feeling that that man might, I mean, he's, he's, he's managed in the city before, it's not like he's coming to somewhere that he doesn't know. Mm. Uh, he obviously didn't. He didn't understand the Rangers Celtic um, rivalry, but I'm, I'm sure he, he will understand the Blues Villa rivalry. 
and you know you, you just just look and think well he, if 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 Eustace was to go he would be the perfect fit now that's just conjecture that five weeks we might win all five and we'll forget about Mike Beale and anybody else for that matter but if we don't we don't win those five how twitchy how twitchy are the are the owners going to get and 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 when there's somebody out there that's you know and and, and there's uh, what's his name uh uh, the ex-Brighton manager Chelsea Graham yeah, Potter, Potter, yeah, Potter Graham yeah, Potter's yeah, still yeah. hovering around you know yeah, yeah. Uh, and he might be a perfect fit who knows mm. and, and, and and all these factors have, will affect the decisions that are made and the mm. only way John Eustace can be sure of warding them off is to win a few games, few games yeah. and he doesn't yeah. have to you know, he doesn't really have to win all five yeah. he just have to go through five games where he picks up a couple of wins, a couple of draws, and a defeat, and everybody be yep. fine again. It's, it's a confidence thing as well, isn't it? You know, I mean, get a couple of wins under your belt. Yeah, it's on the message board. I mean, <laughs> Nigel, man, actually, I, I, I totally echo this. Are we that fickle after five games? Come on, let's back the manager, joys and sorrows. Because let's just think: a couple of weeks back, right, we were singing his name at the end of each game mm. because his team had gone yeah. out and got a result. Yep. But yeah. We arguably probably weren't playing as decent football at that point in time. Mm-hmm. It's actually what we are now. And we yeah. need one of these, you know, sods of a goal that just bounces off somebody's backside yeah. And, yeah. and crosses the line. Right. We need one of those 95th minute winners yeah. that everybody then remembers. But it's an instant change in the atmosphere. And, and Claire and Mark both said it about Saturday. It's unusual for our away support to be quiet. Mm. But actually, nervous. I think you know, nervous. they haven't got anything really to to go away and and, and sing about. But mm. back him, back into the hill. Mm. He's in charge of the club at the moment. Mm. I've got to say, as you know, feedback from from people that I've spoken to is they haven't seen a group of players and the camaraderie that's in that dressing room that there is at the moment for a very long time. And mm. that's that's the start off. I think. We get, get a couple of results and everything will be forgotten. And we're not world beaters. No. We are punching well above our weight at the start of the season. Right? Nobody, nobody at all would have put us where we were. And yes, we've got a better squad on paper, but we are yet to see that squad come together in its entirety. Injuries, was that, and, and various other things. They're playing devil's advocate there, Craig. I see Preston in the top three I'll say Ipswich mm. top of the league yeah. do you know what I mean are, they, are these teams really that much better than us Preston lost but 4-0 yesterday or Saturday 4-0 yeah. mm. to the Baggies and yeah. the Baggies the Baggies didn't have a, a, a proper forward on view they had to make do and men because yeah. their, their strikers were injured got, they yeah. won 4-0 yeah. they're very yeah, different teams to us in my opinion yeah. Yeah. Ipswich Ipswich have got a lot of momentum they, they have the team they have they all know how to play with each other. It's not all about who's got the, you know, who's got the best players. Obviously, you look at Leicester, yeah. And um, Preston is is the same. They've they've surprised me loads, but mm-hmm. we have our turnover of players. Obviously, is needed, but it's it's massive, and yeah. it's going to take time. And we need to give them. It takes a lot of like a couple of seasons maybe to actually get that whole that core of Blues together that you just add little bits to. 
Well, we yeah. have to overhaul the whole team, so that's that's why teams like that are above us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we put three or four year contracts in, so hopefully, like you just said, Joe, at least we'll have the core of the squad over mm. the next three or four years. But the only thing with the Bluesies are people getting used to how we play. If you play really wide against us, you've got a chance. Burnley did it, yeah. Plymouth did it. So as soon as they and Novich did it, they Norwich had their yeah. wing backs really, really far out wide. They're basically yeah. on the touchline. We're a very um, narrow team. So is it that sometimes he needs to switch it up just to surprise a little bit and then go back? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What I do like that the squad's young now, isn't it? We've got some good yeah. young players that have got a That's good thing. Yeah, I did see a comment earlier on the board actually, which. I totally, totally disagree with, and that's that John Eustace doesn't believe in the youth because actually our squad is pretty much youth. It's just that they're not not our players that we've we, you know we've brought through our ranks. Yeah, there was a question around Joe Bellingham, but Joe made that move not because I don't think he was going to get a chance at Birmingham, but he was playing in his brother's shadow, and that was something that. For that guy, the weight of expectation on his shoulders was probably greater than any other player that was turning out at that point in time. And that's mm. not fair on him. And yes, no. he's gone to Sunderland and thriving. Right? And good luck to him. But at the end of the day, it wasn't right for him at, at, at Birmingham. Jason Hughes has said August was less than 40 days ago when the euphoria was ridiculous and expectation was in full flow. Mm. It's just a case now of when they're talking about changing of opinions and talk of sackings, we weren't that good at the start of the season, but we had some momentum and it will come again. And he's also, you know, sorry, Paul, last thing, he's also said, it must affect John Eustace. All these names being bound about, and the expectation on him at the moment seems to be absolutely massive, Mm. but he's got passion. He is taking that to the club. And the last thing we want is for that passion to be sucked out of him because at that think, point, we lose him. I think we need to remember as well, this is only his second ever full year as a manager. He's still yeah. a rookie. Yeah. Anywhere, yeah. And he's probably, yeah, no. never faced, he's probably never faced pressure like this before. I think yeah. for me... Yeah. I, can't I can't help thinking uh, this injury list, what, what, what gets to me is, first of all, all our main players, we're not talking about uh, a knock on the ankle and he'll be back in a fortnight. We're talking six to eight weeks for all of them. Mm. All of them. And some of them, some of the players have been out for six to eight weeks and have injured themselves getting fit and are out for another eight weeks. And that, that's got nothing to do with the manager or anything. It's just frustrating. You know, the two fullbacks, particularly, we can't afford to be losing them for six to eight weeks, but we're going to have to, and that's the end of the story. And that's, yeah. that's I think, for, from my personal point of view, it's so frustrating. I thought that, and, and the two fullbacks stand out. I thought, these are the best two we've ever had. They are sensational. And then, yeah. boom, they're gone. Yeah, we've got two yeah, okay. guys who ain't bad, but they ain't good. Yeah. Right. They're, they're not something you could do without. Is that why Brady was brought in, though, to try and stop all the injuries? Or that's that was my thinking. Yeah, 
thought that yeah, was surely yeah. he's going to come yeah. back over. He hasn't, yeah. he hasn't been to the league. I think it's more to do with nutrition, wasn't he? And like confidence. Yeah. And, and, I know, and, but normal, pe- normal players, they twist their ankle, it's three weeks. But ours is six to eight. I'm, it's because we sign injury prone players. Yeah, yeah. Like, How much of it is down to the fact that, as it was announced the other day, part of our training still consists up at Wastels. And we've mm. gone back to Wastels and. Yeah. I, I remember from playing there myself that the ground up there is like a bog and it mm-hmm. doesn't matter how much you put into it it's not going to change because it's clay based underneath yeah. so how much of that is down to the injuries that we are we are getting um, if that is the case <laughs> let's go back to Wasps and stay there you know it's, it's, it's <laughs> simple we gone, we gone, um, sorry did you play there Craig have we gone back to Wasps because I thought we were still in uh, Henley They've, they're doing certain amounts of training at Henley and then it was announced that certain parts of it were being completed at Wastels. Oh, I right. didn't realise they'd gone back, to be honest. That, that doesn't make any... That, that's just ridiculous. Why would you do half in one place and half in the other? I think it was possibly to do with some of the indoor side of things because I don't think they've got an indoor centre up there at the uh, Wasps training ground. Oh, yeah, they must, must have. They must have. Yeah, because Coventry go there as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, but just sorry, just coming quickly back onto the euphoria. I think everybody was on cloud nine, obviously, because we've just been taken over. We've just signed all these new players, and then we've had three or four really good results. You know, so it's just everybody's on you know cloud nine, and now we've just been bought down a peg or two. So let's just keep moving forward with it and see where we uh, see where we finish up and how we end up doing. You know, over the next sort of five to ten games and go from there on. So. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, Cash, Mark, can I ask Mark? Sorry, Paul. Can I ask Mark a question? Mark, yeah. are we still getting? Are we sort of getting any sort of exposure still in America? It's not massive anymore, really. It's gone down. But obviously, mm, the NFL know. season started as well now. So yeah, yeah. When 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 they took over, there was no American football on either. So a mm. lot of the ESPN coverage now is you know NFL season and, and college football and that sort of stuff. So you know, it's yeah. not just us. It's not just us. It's 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 every club now that doesn't really get a mention. Um, yeah, in the Premier League. Um, but again, we have been on ESPN a couple of times, which I've never really seen before. So we've got bits. But yeah, yeah. once the NFL season goes again in January, then they have to look for something else to talk about. So we may crop back up then somewhere. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're on Sky more than ever, so we must be doing something right at the moment. I mean, they just seem to love taking Half out away games. from home, Clay. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're on Sky Loads. They don't like Claire, they let lose. They don't like us having to leave the house at seven o'clock and stay the night over because it's four and a half hour drive. But yeah. I know, yeah, nightmare. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on, Craig, have we got any squad number game this week? We've only got got fifteen minutes left. We've only got fifteen minutes left, by the way. Yeah, I know. The last fifteen. Have you got? Have you got um, squad game or squad number game? Sorry, it's squad number game. Okay. And it's it's another one where we've got a bit of a split number. So uh, similar to like we did before, I'll give you give you the number. I want to know who the player is, Um, but also same as the last one. We actually have two players representing the number during the season. Wow. So this season is 2002-2003. Right. And the squad number that I'm pointing out there is number 25. So who okay. played 
25 during the 2002-2003 season. And not just that, there were two players who were they. Just to make it even more interesting, what positions did they play? Okay, I'll know one straight away. No googling. Okay, can I can I try shut up or shall no, I? No, no, on, no, that's 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 the idea. I know, Matthew, I know Matthew Upson wore twenty five as soon as he signed. Yeah, correct. Uh, he is one of I one of those. Knew that one. And I know, know that the one. Yeah, I know the other one as well, Paul. Do you? Is it Daryl? It's not Daryl Powell, is it? It was Daryl Powell. Yeah, it was Daryl Powell. Wow, and he played in midfield, so your knowledge again, Mr. Wow. Wow. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Completely so ruined. Last fifteen <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah. so, that, so that, ladies and gentlemen, was squad number game. Um, <laughs> Good night. As we enter the last fifteen, then so this week. So what we do now, Joe? We 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 do a word association now. Anything to do with football and a particular thing. Okay, so we do get some absolute belters every week on this one. Oh, yeah, crackers. So this week, we want anything to do with desserts and football. So desserts... Can I have an example? Or puddings. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no bake. Right. I'll start us us off with jelly adabola. Yeah. Declan rice pudding. Declan rice pudding. (laughs) What about... Jelly had a bowl of jelly and ice cream. Yeah. Jelly had a bowl of custard from Pete Taylor. Good one, yeah. Bernard Sunday. Bernard Sunday. <laughs> and whilst these are coming through, another squad number from that same season, 15. Can you name the player? Yeah. 15. I'm going to shut up now. 15. Yeah, you... Do you know it, though? Yeah. Of course you uh, I hate you. That was, when, that was when my life peaked, mate, as a Blues fan, that season. You know what I mean? First season in the prep. It's gone down. <laughs> we're signing Duke Gary. We're signing Matthew Upson. Yeah, we're yeah. signing some great players that first season, didn't we? Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, um, Barry Fry, Turkish Delight. Decent, yeah, yeah. 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 Number 15 in 2002-2003. Is it two players that wore that or just one? Uh, just, just, just the one. Yeah, I'll go know that. Yeah. Joe, Joe, do you know, mate? 0203, number 15. I knew the first one, annoyingly, even though I was like seven. Uh, I'm not even going to guess now, but... Oh, right. You know. Hang on. Saying, I know it. Paul, you're not I asking me. Meredith, I've just heard you pronounce the name, actually, and you pronounced it slightly wrong, but you're, you're, you're on it, the ball. Was it Karofsky? Joe Oski. Karofsky. The American. Karof- yeah. So you yeah. didn't even ask me, and I mean America as well. <laughs> Sorry, Mark, I might have been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what about number 14 2005 2006 what, no, what number was that Paul 14 number 14 2005 2006 uh, no. Uh, what, it? No. What, why are you thinking of that I'll just go through some of these Nickelback Glory Hunters <laughs> Lychee Messi Mo Fruit Salad Sunday League Bernard Sunday, <laughs> yeah, we had that one, yeah, yeah. Uh, Declan Rice Pudding, we had that one. Jasper Carrot Cake, David Dundee Cake, Jamie Lee, Pineapple Upside Greg Downs Cake, <laughs> 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 Anders Imp, Imp Beer, no, I don't understand that. Brickshay, Brickshay, A Joe Tart goalie, Joe Tart, he means, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Joe Tart. Awful. Eaton Messi. Absolutely awful. 
Eat some messy. That is a really good one. Eat some messy. That's the best that's, one. So that's my mum, that is. Well, well done. done. Well done. <laughs> uh, well done, Mummy Ghibli. Very good. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> best one we've played by. Joe, tell us what your first game was, mate. You remember your first game? I don't remember my first game, but my dad used to tell me about it a lot. He said I took, he, he took me there. I can't remember who it was against, but we won. And I cried because I thought I was going to be playing football. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. And he took, he, 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 what a legend. Yeah. I was like, I thought I was coming down to play. Also, ter- I couldn't even play football. It's terrible here. Um, but, you know. And then he dragged me for years from from then probably I was probably like year he used to take my sister loads because she's like seven years older than me um and then probably like oh three oh four oh five he started taking me didn't care hated it and then like oh six oh seven season happened i think we had colchester our own first game and it was like yeah bug just hit me yeah i was yeah, like yeah. bang there we go yeah that was nicholas bentner's debut he scored and dj campbell scored as well oh dj yeah. campbell man and then yeah. jerome got sent off didn't he jerome, yeah jerome got sent off yeah we lost yeah. We, sorry we won rather was it 2-1 two, 2-1 two, two, yeah 2-1 yeah, I remember yeah that we had a great season then it, it was like the, i don't know if it was that season it might have been a couple later where we played wolves we got a man sent off and we still won the game like we just were a different different animal back then yeah yeah absolutely but we'll get it back we just got to get out of that whole system of oh this is typical blues and oh we never get the rub of the green it will happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen. and we're gonna gonna we're gonna be good so positive. I, I think yeah. Adam Wilkes may actually be taking the lead with the uh, with the best one here with uh, Dennis Battenberg camp <laughs> excellent we've also had uh, Barry Apple Pie <laughs> what about um? What about Strudel Van Nistelrooy? Strudel. <laughs> yep, very good. Very good. Very good. I didn't know so many different desserts. Yeah, yeah. find one that went with tiramisu because that's the only dessert I can think of. <laughs> Tiram I don't know. Moff, Moff, That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Hobro is very good as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm. I can't believe nobody said Darren Ambrosia. Darren Ambrose, I saw yeah, Darren yeah. Ambrose at the weekend. Did, Did you? Yeah, we walked past oh. him. He was busy going in. Because he used to play for them, didn't they? So I think he was on there. Um, oh, he was course. going into the press part. Oh, okay. Should have let me know. I would have asked him to vote for us. Mark, you were miles away. You're still getting the taxi and you didn't even know where you were going. Oh, yeah, come Mark, Mark was trying to get autographs from the people on the bar. Mark, can we have yeah. the full story? Because we've got 25 minutes. Hey, Chris well, Scott. Well, <laughs> no. Yes, who said what? that? Me. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Hello. I wasn't even back I'm here. Chris <laughs> 40. Okay, Chris that, was your, that, was your, that was your answer. Sorry, I thought you was reading out someone's answer for a minute there on the chat box or something. No, that was my answer, yeah. Yeah, oh. it was Chris Sutton, Mark, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. So, so yeah, so basically, there's no no trains, so I had to get a, a mega bus mm. um, from, from the back of New Street. First time I've ever used it. Got it 8 o'clock Saturday morning. Uh, got to Norwich, sort of 12-ish. Jumped off, had, um, went to buy a sandwich, something to eat, I was starving. Um, and yeah, and then I, I tried walking to the ground, and one of the locals said, oh, it's about a half hour walk. So I got into a taxi, I got an Uber. Uh, but, uh, well, it was 
supposed to be an Uber, but it kept cancelling on me. So I just jumped in one of their local sort of white cabs. <laughs> one of their white cabs. Got a Greek taxi driver who <laughs> charged me a fiver because apparently he'd won 25 grand the night before on a roulette. <laughs> <laughs> This is a book. So, this is a book. So he dropped me off. He dropped me off near the ground. Sort of walked past the station up to the to, to Carrow Road. Um, sort of saw people I I knew, um, and then sort of met up with Claire. Uh, Claire got me a drink. Cheers, that Claire. Um, no she won't forget. She won't um, forget. Claire, Claire was Claire was supping a green tea. <laughs> I did ask I was, her. I've done that point. That's why I've done that point. Um, and then, yeah, and then afterwards, I mean, oh, after after the game, I sort of walked back into Norwich City Centre. Uh, I had two hours. My coach back was at seven, so um, I had a couple of hours to kill. Again, I just went. To, I had something to eat again. I had a coffee, and then found out that our mega bus was actually delayed by two and a bit hours because, well, they didn't even tell us. One of the blokes in the queue um, rang the, the helpline, and they said, "Oh, sorry, there's been an accident, so it's turning up at uh, ten past nine. So turned up ten past nine, went to Cambridge, uh, dropped people off there. I think there were students. Got back to Brum about one o'clock, but it did stop at Rugby Services, where the driver and an irate passenger almost had a scrap. Um, <laughs> they would swap drivers. This bloke went tearing down the aisle of the mega bus, screaming and roaring, "You're two hours late! What are you changing for?" And they almost had a punch up. And I just, I just. Sank even further last season. <laughs> Looked up at the heavens and thought, "What, the mega what, bus, what a day!" The mega bus was mega light and mega hostile by the signs of it. It, it was honestly, <laughs> honestly, it was just, it was just the, the, it's just the worst away day ever. Um, that was the number seven. Yeah, and that lady, I mean, was the life story of Mark Adams on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has he finished? That was me on. Claire, why did you not give him a ride? That's my question. Why did you not give him a ride, Claire? Because I was too busy trying to get on myself, and I didn't have time yeah. to give him a lift to Coventry. And to be fair, to be fair, I did. I, I did sleep over in Harborn at Mum and Dad's, but um, I think I think Craig was texting her saying, "Whatever you do, do not give him a lift." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, at two nil, we left at ninety dead on, and then I went yeah. back, and then he just waved and went bye. I went all right then. See you later. I mean, if she if she had given you a lift, you wouldn't have had that fantastic story to tell your grandchildren. Exactly, there you That's go. very true. That's no, very right. true. Yeah, Joe. No, what's your most adventurous away day? What's sort of like your, your best? What's your favourite away day? And also, what's your most adventurous story you can tell us? Uh, adventurous. I mean, mm, I, I don't know. Went went to the, maybe the Hibs game in preseason. We went up to Hibs. That so was quite nice. But I, I think the most memorable one for me uh, probably Hull when we lost six one. Um, oh God, I went to that as well. I was at that one. Just Ooh. trying to get back from that was a pain. If I remember, just like rain, and then we had to wait for a bus, and then we parked because it was like a, a it was like a park and ride thing. And after a six-one, really wasn't the really wasn't the place to go. But like, I don't think I've had any like real crazy, crazy away days. That no. the furthest one would be Hibs. So yeah, yeah, there you go. Short and sweet from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anybody go to Ancona? The Battle Where? of Ancona. Anybody go to Ancona? I know you did, Alan. Oh, Joe wouldn't. Have, Joe wouldn't have even been born then. No, <laughs> I did. No. 
Yeah, I know you did. Um, you did, Alan. <laughs> it was a that summer away game. <laughs> well, you know, oh, you I'll tell you what. In, in the program to tell you the story of Anconia. Mm, I've yeah. got a good one actually. I remember now. I was on holiday, randomly in like Mallorca or something, and uh, was just walking through town, and I, I was like 10, 11 years old, and I go, "Dad, look, it's blues on blues are on the poster there," and it was like, "No, you know, we were about," and it, I, pull, I pull him round, and he's like. Oh, they are. And it turns out, total coincidence, Blues are playing a friendly five minutes down the road, right, at this random tiny stadium. This was when Forsell, Damian Johnson, all that lot are playing for us. So I kind of, we go and um, there's no one there. Like There's like 20 people there. Like I couldn't believe how empty it was. And I got to like go into the thing and like where they're all sat on the bench and get every single one of their autographs. And the only one I've actually kept is Forsells. And I was, Loving it. It was the best day ever. And then, uh, uh, but like after the game happened, like or before, my mum walked around to go to the toilet, and the sprinklers came on and got her. So it was just a brilliant <laughs> day all, all round. <laughs> I loved it. Brilliant. Go on, Craig. Oh, we've we've had some great ones coming in on the show box. So uh, Teddy sharing in the trophy, trifle. Sorry, Sherry in the trifle. Uh, trifle. That's good one. Uh, we've had. Um, a Jason Lemon Drizzle instead of Dizelle. <laughs> yeah, that works. Uh, well, apparently, Mark, it's your own yeah. fault for living in Coventry that you didn't get a lift. So the moral yeah. of the story is don't live in Coventry. Nah. Absolutely. <laughs> Who's that from? <laughs> your mum. That's some crazy. We've got a, a jam roly-poly Ruddock. Okay. Uh, Nigel Creamhorn. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <Very giggled. laughs> uh, Walter Pandiano, because he was the El Trifle. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and also, we've had Stephen Clem Mince Pie. <laughs> yep. oh, Don, Don Kavanagh, read that one at the end. The last one. Oh, I'm still trying. I'm still playing catch up. Yeah, yeah, so, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Dom Kavanagh says. Tarantini portion, please. I'm on a diet. Oh, oh how well did he think that one out? How well. Excellent. Mm. And Ray Hogrower said, Wayne Macca Rooney. Clever. Yeah. Clever. Well, I think we've come to the end, haven't we, Paul? You can, say, so, you yeah. can say goodbyes if you like. Yeah, so... Joe, thanks for giving up your time, mate. I'll start with you. So, um, good night from me, obviously. Um, and good night from Joe, obviously. I'll have this to Joe. Hey, Paul, score, <laughs> scores, for, scores for tomorrow and Friday first? Or yeah, not? quickly, quickly. Oh, yeah. That, that's only if we follow an agenda, mate. That never happened. He, he, yeah, was, oh, he wasn't um, in the meeting, so was So, I'll go 2-1 go tomorrow, and I'll go 1-1 one, one on Friday. Joe? I think 0-0 nil, nil tomorrow, 2-1 Blues Friday. Beat the baggies. Alan? Uh, a 2-1 and a 0-0. And I don't, I don't know which way around. Any of them will do. 2-0 tomorrow to Blues and 2-2 two, two on Friday. Mark? I'm, I think we, I've got a funny feeling that us three are going to get a draw. I mean, I think 1-1 one, one for both. 1-1 one, one for both. Okay. Yeah. Mark? Mark? One, I'm going to go 1-0 both for Blues. Get in. That'd be good. Craig? I think 2 0 tomorrow, 1 0 Friday, and Liv's with me, and she said 2 1 for both of the games to Blues. Okay. That'll do for me, Liv. 
Mm. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to go 1-0 both games. Okay, that'll do us. That'll mm. do us, definitely. Well, this has been the Tilton Talk Show. Sponsored by small, affordable cars, am I right? Well done, because we forgot that at the beginning. We're going to get in yeah, trouble, yeah, aren't yeah. we? We're in trouble. So, uh, yeah, Joe, thanks for joining us, mate. It's been a pleasure having you on. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Nice one. <laughs> keep up the good work on your vlogs, mate. I'll keep watching. Loving every one of them. Fantastic. Yeah, appreciate cheers, it, man. Cheers, Thank you very much. Uh, and I'll make sure I vote for you as well. Yeah. <laughs> cheers, mate, yeah. Good night from Alan. Hello, everybody. Claire. Good night, keep my arm. Good night from Mark. Coventry. Good night, everyone. Have a good week. Good night from Mark in Dallas. Good night, John Boy. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> Uh, good night, everyone. Don't forget to vote, vote, and vote again. Everything's appreciated. And good night from the main man. Good night, and please, as Craig has just said, vote, vote, vote for Tilton Talk Show. Good night. Good night. Bye, Mark. Bye, bye Billy Bob. Bye. See you, Billy Bob. Bye, Claire. Good night, Claire. Good night, Claire. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.